Hello and welcome to Shades of Grey, the second podcast series from Rhetoric. I'm Arun Krishna Kumar and I'm very pleased to be co-hosting this series with Theodore Allah and Bradley Lemer from Unconventional Ventures. Through this series, we are bringing to spotlight innovation and opportunities for innovation focused on the seniors, older adults, often termed baby boomers. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a venture capitalist in London, and I run a fund called Greenshows Capital. The fund is focused on inclusive innovation, mainly within fintech and healthcare. That was kind of the driver for us to conceptualize rhetoric a few months ago. The first season of rhetoric was focused on blockchain and financial inclusion, where I worked with Effie Pilarino, a fintech thought leader based out of Switzerland. We had uh, an amazing panel of uh, guests who, uh, who, who were very kind to join us for the first season. We were extremely delighted to receive an amazing response from the innovation ecosystem. Our guests, of course, were very supportive. And more importantly, we received responses from our listeners and social media, which was very overwhelming. That led me, and I got ambitious from there, to start off thinking about the second series on rhetoric. And when I met with Theodore Allah um, a few months ago, we sat down for a cup of coffee and she highlighted and walked me through the importance of uh, the, uh, and the, uh, the importance and the opportunities that existed in this space and uh, why it was so critical to be innovating for the seniors, um, senior population. Um, Theo, do you want to say a few words? Thank you, Arun, and so excited to be able to start a new season of podcast with you, especially on a topic that is dear to me both personally and professionally. So quick intro, I'm the founder of Unconventional Ventures, and we focus on providing boutique consulting services, mainly to drive innovation to improve systematic financial wellness. And so a couple of things we do, we connect founders to funders, we mentor entrepreneurs, and we also provide strategic advisory services to corporates to broaden the opportunities for diversity within the ecosystem. One of the core beliefs that we have to drive a lot of the work that we do is anyone with great ideas should have a chance to succeed, regardless of their demographics, regardless of their age, ethnicity, and social circles that they belong to. And so with that being said, things around innovation for the aged is something that is core to the work that we do. A lot of times, especially in the tech industries, um, entrepreneurs face variable issues from an age perspective, we call it ageism. Um, there was an article that came out recently about women that face ageism starting at the age of 40. Um, and if you look at the entrepreneur startup ecosystem, many of the new entrepreneurs are in fact older than the age of 45. And so we want to start and continue to drive the dialogue around how do we do things to systematically improve the wellness of people as we get older and younger? Um, and we also want to use the opportunity to highlight not only what we can do, but also the fact that, you know, there are many opportunities that we can enable people to do well while they're doing good. I think one of the things uh, that's most important for us is to realize how much 
financial services uh, sort of come into this daily question of us aging well. Uh, so I've always been a sort of a proponent of, of building applications for, for every need. Um, but what's really interesting as we get into this topic is the importance of looking at money over time in the way that it impacts how well you age. Um, and so one of the things that is most interesting about this space is that more and more um, corporates are realizing that their demographics are changing of who their customers are. More startups are engaging in these ideas of helping people as they age. Most um, interesting thing, again, out of this is that financial services is just one piece, uh, but it's critical in the way that you know we look at retirement, we look at health and wellness, uh, because money is at the key of a lot of this. And when we have $78,000 being the average amount that people are retiring with, that's just not enough. So um, health, wellness, finance, all of these things are going to be touched upon because aging itself is not homogeneous. Nope, it is, it is not. And that, you know, if we think about how we are born, we are not all the same. The lives that we live are different. The experiences that we have is different. So when we get older, we should also be different. And so that is one of the many reasons why we're calling the episode The Shift with full credit for a room. Um, it's because of we're different. Credit is due when it's due, my dear. Um, and the story of aging, as we look at it, it should be one of living. It shouldn't be just about survival, right? And that, that's the spirit that we would like to have carried forth and the series is let's talk about all the different things that, you know, different entrepreneurs are doing. Let's talk about the things, the corporates. Let's talk about from a VC perspective that we're pushing for innovation. Let's talk about the diversity of entrepreneurs. You notice that one of the myths is, you know, entrepreneurs is 20-something-year-old, um, you know, a, a guy in, in a hoodie in Silicon Valley. And that is really not the case. You notice for the remaining series, the people that we bring on, it's, there's so much diversity, so much depth and so much breadth with what they're doing, what they're coming from, the backstory of how they came about to be. It's very, very fascinating. And that's one of the interesting that we want to talk about when it comes to aging is there are many different facets of, of things that we can look at from voice technology. How can we leverage voice to promote connectedness um, amongst people? How do we leverage emerging technologies such as AI to promote wealth management, to look at things that we don't typically think about, to think about different generations, the dynamics of it, wealth management, fraud, and all of those things um, are various topics that we'll be touching upon. So, so this idea, though, that, that societies are aging and corporates need to understand the dynamics. Um, what's, what's fascinating to me is as you travel, you, you get to get into cultures where, like in Japan, you know, 28% of the people are already over 65. Um, what's necessary for corporates is to understand that not only is this dynamic changing for who their customers are, but what they stand for, and sort of this idea of longevity for, you know, their strategy is also is changing as well. So again, I think everyone needs to consider a, a longer life, a healthier life, and longevity comes down to what your corporate and social goals are as well. So it all brings everything together. So uh, just one point that I would like to add here, Brad and Theo, is, uh, is when, we, when we talk about innovation for the seniors, um, oftentimes it's viewed as more of a sustainability drive, more of a charitable cause that we are going after. Actually, if you think about it, it makes a lot of business sense 
And as a venture capital investor, I've seen quite a lot of really big opportunities. And, and through the conversations we've had with guests during the recordings that uh, we've had so far, I, I understand the market is super big and it's actually growing over the next 10, 15 years. I mean, um, about 2 billion people are going to be seniors by 2030s. One of the stats that we learned through the process of talking to some really great people who've come on board as, uh, as guests. So it's, it's not just the sustainability angle is great. But also, there is, it's, it's commercially viable for innovation to embrace this space. So I think that's, that's, a, that's a very uh, key aspect that uh, I would like the listeners to understand about or uh, gather or take away from this uh, season. Yep, absolutely agree. It's uh, being able to do well while you do good, right? Absolutely. Talk a little bit about what we plan to do for the for the remaining um, episodes. How are we planning to put all of this together, Arun? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, of course, the podcasts are going to happen as uh, uh, as uh, part of Rhetoric's uh, iTunes, Spotify, and all the channels that we typically use to to uh, launch the uh, podcast episodes. But apart from that, uh, this season we are going to have uh, articles written down on every single episode. Uh, so that people uh, get a view of uh, a textual view of uh, what the episode is going to cover, and also there is there's something more innovative that we are thinking about for this, or we are doing for this season, is uh, what we call sketch notes. And uh, sketch notes is more of a cartoonish representation of um, uh, of the content put together, uh, more like an infographic format. Uh, so it's it's like infographic plus cartoon plus the that we've, we've, we've generated through the podcast uh, being succinctly put together uh, in a storytelling format. Um, um, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a better way of it describing this brand, uh, Theo, please do add, uh, but that's something. And I think the reason why we're doing all of those different formats, if you will, is we are trying to leverage this platform to promote conversations, not just awareness, right, of, of the opportunities in the market space, but also to inspire actions. What can we do as individuals? What can we do as corporates? What can we do as VCs and incubators and entrepreneurs and um, academics, right? What There is a role for all of us to play to make the space a better space for everybody. On that awesome note, uh, let's close the introduction episode. Uh, I really look forward to this season. I, and I hope uh, you will benefit a lot as listeners uh, from, from this uh, season. Thank you for listening to us. 